Welcome to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast for the Leverage Series, where we're going to help you leverage four key things so you can keep growing as a leader. Here's what I've observed. Great leaders know that they need to leverage a few key things and that trying to be great at everything is always a losing battle. People often ask me, what are a few things I can do that will bring the greatest return to my leadership? I love that question. And I'm going to bring you those right here on the podcast. This four-week mini-series will give you levers, things you can leverage to pull and to see exponential gains in your leadership. And this holiday season is a great chance to work ahead right now for 2024, to invest in some things that are going to pay off for you later. Now think about these four leverage points as your year-end leadership coaching. If you do the work, you will see major gains in these four areas. Let's dive in. Do you ever feel like there just isn't enough time? Or do you ever feel like you're trying to squeeze in the things that really matter the most to you? If that's you, let's dive in. We are here in the Leverage series where we're talking about four things that have the greatest potential for you to leverage into new impact in 2024. Friends, do not sleep on this time of the year. This is an amazing moment right before Christmas where the madness will ensue and you have a great chance to work on you and maximizing your schedule and pushing ahead toward your goals and formulating things before there's the pressure of the end of the year. So if you answered yes on those, we're going to dive in. But I just want to say this, this episode has the potential to free you. Again, these are just four things that are in a series in a row that we've built on. If you haven't listened to the last two episodes, go back and listen to those because this certainly builds on that. But if you hone and clarify these areas, they have the potential to move your leadership in massive ways. Think about it. If you pull on a lever, the energy is multiplied and moves into something bigger. So as we talk about priorities today, there are two realities underneath this. Number one, you have the time to carry out your priorities. We need to start there. You have the time to carry out your priorities. Number two, you must proactively plan for the energy to carry out your priorities or it just won't happen. You must proactively plan for the energy to carry out your priorities or they just won't happen. So I want to give you a reminder that the currency of leadership is energy, not time. So while this involves time, we will be talking about time. This is actually primarily about energy. These are priorities. These are things that deeply matter to you. You have the time to carry them out, but you must proactively plan them or they just simply won't happen. Uh, anybody had goals that just never formulated or happened? Anybody wanted to work on their health before and just never got around to going to the gym or eating better after the holidays? Anybody have that dream inside of you? You look back and you haven't made any progress toward in the last five years? Yep, it's all of us. We're fighting against human nature in many ways, and we want to work toward working with the grain of it. So if there's anything that you want to do, I promise you that this can help you clear up some mental brain space to be able to think about that. Now, I've heard this phrase before. You can do anything you want to do, but you can't do everything you want to do. 
Think about that. You can do anything you want to do, but you can't do everything you want to do. Well, let's start with everything. If you wanted to do everything, then you just simply wouldn't have the time, the energy, just or the space, and you would devalue that. But what do we mean by that? You can do anything you want to do. Let me give you a couple different examples. I'm writing my next book right now in the midst of regular ordinary, pretty busy life where we have a full life with family and other things. I don't have like a month where I can just go away to a cabin in the mountains somewhere. Um, but in the midst of that, I'm writing my book because I'm making it a priority. A friend of mine runs marathons and he loves doing that. He even does ultra races. And so he's always running a lot of miles that takes energy that takes time. He just builds his schedule around it. Chances are that I couldn't run a marathon and write my next book at the same time. So I can pick anything, but I can't do everything. We can put a lot of focus on our family over the holidays, but we probably can't put a lot of focus on our family and on our work, right? We have these warring priorities. My son said to me the other day, I asked him if he'd done something important that I was going to ask him about that day. And he said, Dad, I didn't have time for that today. And I said, no, son, you didn't make it a priority. That's okay that you didn't do it, but let's not blame it on time. If we had time to watch Netflix, if we had time to do that thing that we wanted to do or scroll a little bit or do Black Friday shopping or whatever that is, then we had the time, we had the energy, we just didn't make it. So that's really, really important and pulls right into the definition of priority, which is simply the highest importance. Priority, it's the thing of highest importance. And if you have 15 priorities, you have no priority. So we're going to go through a process, again, through reflection. We're not just going to dump content on you here, but we are going to bring you to important self-reflection. And self-reflection, done well, should bring you to decisions. We want you to make some decisions. And the decision we're heading toward, we're going to lead you through several areas, but we want you to define what are three priorities for the next 90 days. Three priorities for the next 90 days. Maybe you're thinking about December, January, and February. Maybe you're thinking January, February, and March. Whatever it is, it's a long enough period of time, but a short enough period of time. It's a really interesting thing with 90-day goals is that we kind of just lose enthusiasm for things over time. And so I believe that the most important underlooked period of time that we have for planning is the 90-day period, a 90-day trial for a new hire long enough to see if something works and to be kind of out of the honeymoon phase, but long enough to be able to see if they've gotten some good things done. Same is true with our goals. It's long enough that maybe we've lost that initial feeling, but we've got some momentum from that. So we're going to talk 90-day goals here. Now, if you think about this, the very reason that something will thrive is because we are giving it the needed attention. If there's something in your life that hasn't thrived, chances are you're just not giving it the needed attention. Now, not always true, but as a general principle, that perhaps you're not feeling energy in your health because you just haven't thought that you had space to be able to exercise. You haven't thought you had money or even the know-how on how to eat better and have more energy. Or you just haven't pushed into hydration in this last season because, well, you just didn't have a plan for it in terms of how much water you need to drink every day. Whatever that is, chances are we just didn't give it the needed or necessary attention. Now, it's really important for us to be able to, to name this principle, is that you cannot leverage what you haven't named. 
You can't leverage what you haven't named. So if you are seeking to leverage things, you want your leadership to go to the next level in 2024, you can't leverage what you haven't named. You can't expand on that thing or have a goal or dream that's going to happen if you haven't named it. Sure, sometimes things happen accidentally. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking that thing that's going to require lots of energy and lots of time. My friend did not run an ultra marathon on accident. And in fact, it would have been incredibly destructive for his body if he had. He planned wisely and carefully, had a schedule, and eventually worked up to it and completed his goal with his family standing there and cheering this amazing emotional moment. It didn't happen on accident. The book that I'm writing will not happen on accident. It won't just pop out of me. I wish that that could happen, but that's just not how it works. Each part of the process has to be intentionally planned and worked through. So remember, there are these three words, these three C's we talk a lot about here at Stay Forth. Clarity, and clarity is the antidote to overwhelm. And so when we get clear, then we can move to the next C, which is courage. We can take courage to take our next right step. The third C is consistency. Once we've taken our next right step, we can continue to take those steps. Those become normal. They become habits and rhythms. That's how we move from clarity, then to courage, eventually to consistency. So remember, we're reflecting here. We are not dumping more content on you. So we've given you just enough about priorities to get you some momentum, get you thinking, get you dangerous. And now we're going to move into some reflection times. The best part about questions is that they make you make decisions. So we're going to push into what I call the holistic priority assessment. When Jesus was asked, what are the most important things? And it's very, very simply, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love others as yourself. What an incredible grid for impact, for health, and for really just aspects of who we are as humans. And so we're going to break those down, and we're going to start with body or physical health. Now, the focus here is bolstering your physical health. In this part of the assessment, we are going to look at your physical health and we're going to ask two questions. Number one, what aspect of my physical health needs focus right now? What aspect of your physical health needs focus right now? And secondly, what actions will I take to do that? What aspect of your physical health needs focus right now? And what actions are you willing to take to do that? Take some time and reflect on that. The next area for reflection 
in this holistic priority assessment is your heart. This is your emotional health. And the focus here is congruence with your unique design, with how God put you together. I want to ask you these two questions. What areas of my life are not congruent with my design? What areas of my life are not congruent with my design? And what change do I need to make? Now, I know that's a challenging question. Maybe you had to grapple through that. And my example was that I'm an incredibly relational person. That's my design. But I was overstacking meetings so that I had no relational time. What I needed to do, the change I needed to make was to create more flex time. And so I went back to my schedule, created more flex time, and actually opportunities where I'm around and more available to be able to be more relational in this co-working and event space that I work from here at our stay forth headquarters and my emotional health was able to go up because I wasn't living in congruence with my relational design. So I needed to make some changes and I needed to make some more space. The next area is your mind. We're going to talk about your mental health. Now the focus here is lightening the mental load and building resilience. Again, we want to lighten the mental load that you're feeling all the time and build resilience. Here are two questions to focus on. What area of my life is impacting my mind negatively? What area of my life is impacting my mind negatively? And how will I prioritize that? Now, I want to share my example before I have you reflect is that there was a season where I was taking in a lot of content through podcasts. And it was really focused on hustle and growth at all costs. You know, I kind of do more and here's what you need to do. And just kind of pounding that into my head. What I realized was that actually wasn't helpful, was pushing me to do more instead of to be more healthy and more resilient. So I actually changed that. I listened to less podcasts in that season, created more reflection, and I replaced that content with content that led me more toward health instead of hustle. So let me ask those again as you reflect, what area of my life is impacting my mind negatively? And how will I prioritize or change that? Reflect on that. 
The next area we'll evaluate is your spiritual health. The focus here is cultivating connection with God. We want to cultivate connection with God. I want to ask you these two questions. What aspects of my connection to God deserve my best attention? What aspects of my connection to God deserve my best attention? And secondly, how will I prioritize them? Again, I'll go ahead and share my example. There was a time where I really needed more solitude. I seemed to be with people all the time, and so I just didn't have those spaces for deep connection with God. So I created some solitude within my schedule, some of that outside in creation, some of that inside in quiet times, and I watched my relationship with God flourish in that next season, and I was able to just have space and time to learn from God, listen to God. What is that for you? What aspects of my connection to God deserve my best attention? And secondly, how will I prioritize them? Reflect on that. last aspect of this holistic priority assessment is relationships. We're going to talk about relational health. The focus here is deepening connection with family and friends. You want to deepen connection with family and friends. We'll ask these two questions. Who needs to be my priority in this season? Who needs to be my priority in this season? And what actions will I take to prioritize them. It's not enough to just know who needs to be the priority. Again, let me share my example. One of my kids, my kids tends to fall through the cracks with my time. They're a little bit harder to schedule with. So I'm prioritizing them with a weekly date to get some alone time in this season. They are getting one of my best evenings of the week to be able to make sure that each week I am prioritizing that time. So let me ask you one more time, who needs to be my priority in this season? And what actions will I take to prioritize them? Reflect on that.
Now, you've probably written down a lot of things here in those five different areas. And again, this holistic priority assessment, it's not to say that you're terrible at all the other things, but to say that there are areas that need attention. Just like it's not to say that my other three kids don't matter as much as one of my kids, but just that I needed to reprioritize my time with him. It's not to say my time with people wasn't great, but just to say that spiritually speaking, I needed to cultivate solitude if I was going to continue to connect and reconnect with God. So of all the things you wrote down, based on those, what are your top three priorities for the next three months? Based on all the things you wrote down in those five areas, what are your top three priorities for the next three months? Now, I hope you have had your journal in front of you. Those three priorities, write those down, save them, put them in your phone, whatever you need to do to be able to keep them in front of you. Because next week, we are going to put them into your schedule and we're going to move from the awareness of those and even a dedication or commitment to them to the regularly prioritizing them. Yes, we've moved in this time from clarity to courage. You're actually going to put those three as a priority. What we want to move to is consistency. We're going to join you right here on the this episode um, or the last episode actually of the series. We've moved through three episodes and we are moving in a nice trajectory. But friends, I want to remind you is that these things only change your life if you move from awareness to action, to move from clarity to courage and actually take your next right steps. We are going to look next week at redesigning your schedule. Catch you then on the next episode of Stay Forth Leadership Podcast.